What is up, everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and you are in the right place at the right time because you know how I like to deliver content here on the podcast. I like to go straight to the point. Let's dive and jump right in to that good content that I know that's what you're here for. Um, I'm here to be your source of motivation and confidence and helping you reprogram the way that you think about yourself and thus the way you think about the world around you because there's a lot of good things out there that we get to enjoy, but there's also a lot of pain and a lot of stress and a lot of a lot of grief because just just as much as there's new beginnings, there's also things that come to an end. Um, and so today we're going to be talking about stress and overwhelm and how to get out of your own way. Okay. Um, I got a message from a beautiful woman on Instagram and she messaged me saying that she was stressing out. She said that she is in the last couple weeks of a program, you know, like she graduates in May from the nursing program and she's just so stressed out and she's so scared that she's going to fail. She's right on the cusp, you know, right now she's passing, but she's right on the cusp. Um, and she said, she just feels terrified. She said she's studying, but it's not great. And the fear is very strong and she's, she's scared she's going to self-sabotage because that's what she's done in the past. And so she just, you know, asked for any words of wisdom and I shared with her, um, things in Instagram and the DMS, but it was such a good topic that I wanted to bring it over here to the podcast because as you guys know, and I've told you many times, I have a lot of ideas that come to me, but the ideas I like to elaborate or the things that I like to elaborate on through this podcast are things directly from you. And so this is your permission slip to message me on Instagram and share with me things that have been coming up for you in your life journey, things that you've been struggling with, or maybe even things that you've been realizing that have been really supportive that you want to share because of the podcast. Like I love getting those messages. It like feeds my soul. So let's talk about if you are overwhelmed. So the first thing I want to point out is whenever we are right about to finish something, right when we are at the very end or right when we're about to have a breakthrough, we are going to be confronted with the most resistance. And by resistance, I mean like this pushback, this fear, gremlins. And I call them gremlins because it's almost like these little tiny voices in our head that are like, you can't do it, blah, 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 blah. What if, what if, what if? And the gremlins movie, like the 80s gremlins movie, like they just fuck things up. Like they destroy everything. And the way that they die is they're exposed to the light. And so oftentimes our fears are the same way when we can slow down enough to put pen to paper. Cause you guys know how I feel about journaling. I believe that it is mandatory and required for the self-love journey. Um, because we start to get in touch with how we are actually feeling versus suppressing it, numbing it, avoiding it, and trying to just quote unquote, get shit done. So when we can get clear on how we're actually feeling and we can identify, you know, what am I avoiding? What is the actual fear here? And it's like, we realize, oh, I'm afraid of sabotaging. Okay. Well, why? Because I know I can do it and I know I'm capable of it. And so boom, the gremlin disappears because now the fear has been identified clearly. It's like, okay, I'm afraid to, to fail. I'm afraid of sabotaging this because I know I'm capable. And then we can use that mantra as we can use it as an affirmation, as a thought, as a thought that we can be able to continue to think and bring ourselves back to when worry or stressing starts to take place of I am capable. 
That's a great affirmation to use whenever you're stressed and overwhelmed. I am capable. And I'm going to put it in the show notes. I have a, a, a list of nine affirmations for overcoming procrastination and overwhelm on Instagram. And it's just a post, right? It's not like you have to enter your email or anything to access it. But I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes. So you can go on Instagram and save that or screenshot it or whatever and use these affirmations Um to center you when you feel like your head is in the clouds. Okay. So that's the first thing that we're going to talk about is, you know, identifying what the fears are. The next thing that we're going to talk about is how to address the physical stress in the body. Because when we feel stressed in our physical body, it's so hard to think about anything. So if you're trying to study or if you're trying to focus or if you're trying to do something because it's really important to you, but you're super stressed out and you really don't want to fail and all your mind is thinking is the word fail, um, it's going to be really hard to continue forward. So what do we do? You know, this is where I'm going to cover the four M's a little bit, Um, but we got to drop our shoulders. We got to allow our physical body to relax and And the way we can do that is noticing what substances we're putting into our body. You know, like if you're like drinking six cups of coffee and you're like, I don't know why I'm anxious. It's like, well, honey, I do. You are overloading on caffeine. And if it's just a habit to drink something yummy and warm, like get some fucking decaf coffee, girlfriend. Okay. (laughs) I'm saying that with love because I've been there before where I was feeling depressed, like December, 2020, I had just moved back from living in Mexico for like six months and I was so depressed and the freaking heater went out. So I was cold when I don't like being cold. I prefer being hot, humid, bikini weather all the time year round. I would probably like Texas. (laughs) Um, And so coming home to that physical change, but then mentally and emotionally, I had the tools, right? I have my self-love toolkit, my tools, but I... um, I was in my shit. And so I just felt so tired and so fatigued because it was grief. I was grieving the ending of that chapter, but I hadn't identified just yet that it was grief. So it was kind of like, I don't know. I just don't feel good. I don't know. I just don't feel good. So I was drinking so much coffee because I really wanted to feel like up. I wanted to feel awake, but it was fucking with my adrenal system because then my sleep would be off and then I wouldn't feel energized. I would just feel anxious and my heart would be pounding and you know, all these things. And so eventually obviously things shifted and I, and I brought myself out of it. And so what I'm saying is there might be times where you need more coffee and your body can sustain it, but let's set some intention to fuel your body with things that are going to support you at the level you're wanting to go. Um, and then also something that's really important when you're stressed out and your body is like hurting because your mind is overthinking and you're like so afraid because you want it so bad, admitting to yourself that like, I want this and I know I'm capable of this, you know, and, and please start journaling because even if you feel like I don't have time for anything, you got 30 minutes. There is 30 minutes in your day, and you can't tell me there's not 30 minutes in your day. So that means you can open up a journal for five minutes and connect with what am I feeling right now? What am I grateful for? Bless you. My dog just sneezed. What are you grateful for? And 
what's on the agenda today, right? You know, get creating a game plan for yourself in the mornings, that first 30 minutes of the day will really determine the way your whole day is. If you wake up first thing in the morning and you're checking your grades or first thing in the morning, you're checking your bank account or first thing in the morning, you're checking social media to see who loves you and who hates you. Like I lovingly encourage you to stop, please stop. Okay. Please stop doing that because it's not actually supporting your highest good. What's up, everybody? We're going to take a moment for a quick break and share with you the Sensual Queendom membership. So the Sensual Queendom membership is available now if you are ready to embody self-love, reclaim your body, reclaim your sensuality, and step into your power, your queen power, then you're in the right place. Miss Marley Liss is a sensuality coach. She's a renowned speaker. She has been on so many different magazines because the work that she does is transformational. She's a self-love coach and she has created an affordable, accessible membership, $33 a month or a dollar a day if you choose to do it annually. And it's available now. I've paired up with her because I believe in the work she's doing. I believe in this mission and this impact that she's creating for women all around the world. And so if that calls to you, you can use the discount code ABUNDANTAF in all caps, ABUNDANTAF, and it gives you the first month free. So you can be able to try it out for yourself and see what you think. So I will see you guys in the Sensual Queendom membership because you know that I've joined as well. All right, let's get back to the episode. And what's happening there is that first 30 minutes of waking up, our mind is the most susceptible to thoughts, ideas, it like is being programmed of how we think. It's like a computer in a way. And so if the first thing we do when we wake up is go look at our phones, the way our brain is being processed, it's very being very stimulated. So it's like da 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 like boom, 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 so much information of like rapid right? Because think about scrolling, think about reels. Like it's so much information to process all at once. And our mind becomes addicted to that level of information. You know, we go on social media to be entertained or to be educated. Like that's why we go on. And so if we look at the entertainment part, if we're not getting pleasure or satisfaction from other areas of our life, the the dopamine receptors, the part of our brain that like makes us addicted to things, but also is the thing that brings us the joy, um, is going to start reaching for things like social media or things like TV to feel a sense of satisfaction. You know, uh, because it's like I want to be entertained because I don't feel fucking entertained in my life, and so it becomes this escape. And if we want to know what we're avoiding feeling in this whole process, if you can wait long enough to not give in to that impulse. You know, and just like yesterday, we talked about overindulging or the episode right before this episode 121 overindulging when you find yourself being a bottomless pit, like you can't stop drinking or you can't stop eating or you can't stop smoking weed. Maybe you smoke weed every once in a while, but lately you've been wanting to do it at 10 a.m. Or maybe you've been drinking Trulies Monday through Friday when normally you only drink them on Friday or Saturday. You know, check in with that. Our impulses and the things that we're doing is an indication of our emotional health. If we are not expressing ourselves, we end up indulging. If we are not expressing, we end up indulging, okay? And so if we can slow down our 
impulses, especially the first 30 minutes of the day, it will set the tone for your entire day. If you wake up and open up your journal and write down, you know, what are the top three most important things for me today? And what are the top three words to describe who I want to be today, right? If you're like, okay, I need to study, do this. I need to clean the house. I need to send this email for work. And I want to be patient. I want to be confident and I want to be calm. So then you have those three words and you can create an I am statement for yourself. Like I am patient. I am calm. I am, I am. And whenever you start feeling a freak out or you start feeling like your mind is just wandering or and going in places that aren't serving you and you're starting to visualize or imagine the worst case scenario, you get to stop. You get to notice what you're doing. Are you scrolling? You know, are you sabotaging things? Stop, drop your shoulders, breathe, and remind yourself who the fuck you are. I am. And if it doesn't feel true, I choose to be calm right now. I am choosing calm. I am choosing patience. I am choosing trust. That's the real thing here, right? When you're overwhelmed, it's because your mind's in the future. You're not trusting that things are going to work out. But honey, you've survived 100% of your worst days because you're here, okay? So the next thing, you know, maybe it's not for school. Maybe it's just day-to-day life things. If you've been feeling any type of stress or overwhelm, there's two questions that have helped me so much within my business. So maybe you're managing your own business or you're managing, um, you know, your role or responsibility at work, whatever else. If you're feeling any type of stress and overwhelm, two questions that really help my perfectionist brain. The first question is, how can I make this easier? Like, can, can this be simplified? How can I make this easy and simple? Is it possible? Because I'm really good at overcomplicating things. That's why it's like the same thing that goes with our thoughts. If you're good at overcomplicating tasks, you're probably really good at overcomplicating your thoughts and emotions. And this is like, you know, this, it's, it's okay. It's normal. I'm right there with you. And so we got to ask ourselves these questions. How can I make this easier? How can I make this simple? Okay. And then the next part of that is how can I make this more fun? Can you put on some background music? Can you go for a 10 minute walk so you can re-energize yourself and move your body? Whenever you're feeling overwhelmed and exhausted and sluggish, you got to move your body. It seems counterintuitive because it's like, I'm already tired. Why would I go move? But especially if you can do it and get some sun on your face, the vitamin D is energizing. Okay. Like, you know, think of the warmth, the fire, the sun, you know, believing in yourself, going for a walk, even if you are walking outside of your house and walking around your backyard and coming back, something's better than nothing. Maybe it's putting on music. Maybe it's, I don't know. But those are the two questions that help me so much is how can I make this more fun? And how can I make this easier slash simplified? Those are the two questions that help me get out of overwhelm. Um, so the four M's I kind of mentioned in the beginning of this episode, but I'm going to go over them again. I've shared them in past episodes, but they are important. So they're worth sharing every time. So the first one is movement. And these are the four M's for moving stuck energy for getting out of one emotional state and into another. So the first one is movement, moving your body moves your energy, which moves your mindset. If you feel like you're stuck into one train of thought and it's driving you fucking crazy, move your body. Movement. Maybe you blast some Beyonce. Maybe you put on some music. Move your body. 
Even if you're like, I don't work out, that's fine. I don't really work out either. I go for walks I, and, I, and I dance. I put on music and I have a little dance therapy. Most of the time when I put on my gym clothes, to, and there hasn't been gyms open. My hometown just opened up gyms um, this week. And I'm so excited because that gets to be a part of my self-love journey is getting in movement and like working from home. It's kind of nice to be able to leave the house to go somewhere to work out. So number one, the first M is movement. Number two, mantras, right? Those I am statements, either I am or I'm in the process of set those intentions, Mantras are extremely beneficial for anchoring in our thoughts if they start to spiral out of control. So we got movement. We got mantras. Number three is music. Music is incredible. It shifts our energetic state, our emotional state. Have you ever noticed how a song can make you cry? It's because it moves you. So music is a great way to move the energy in the body. And energy... And motion is emotions. Emotion and emotions are energy and motion, okay? And so if you can move the energy, you can change your emotional state. So we got movement, we got mantras, we got music, and the fourth is meditation. Meditation is extremely powerful and effective for calming stress and anxiety and overwhelm in the body. Because if you can calm your physical body, then the mind can start to relax, okay? And if you've never meditated before, there are a couple meditations here on Joyfully You Podcast. If you scroll through, you'll see some meditations. There's a 12-minute mindfulness meditation. There's the I Am Love meditation. There's some sound baths in there. But you can also just go on YouTube. Search introduction meditation, 10-minute meditation for anxiety, 10-minute meditation for overwhelm. And make the time. Because if you don't have 10 minutes, like I'm not even going to go there. You have 10 minutes. Slow it down. This is important to you. And you are important. So you get to not even you don't have to create peace. You get to create peace. You have the opportunity to create peace. So let's talk about reframing the language that you're saying to describe how you're feeling. That first one is instead of saying I have to, Start saying, I get to, right? I have to study. I have to do this. I have to pay my bills. I have to figure this out. I get to study. I get to pay my bills. I get to figure this out. I get to. It's an opportunity and it's a choice. Because the truth is you don't have to. Maybe things would go to absolute shit if you didn't, but you're still choosing to. And so empower yourself through your language. Instead of I have to, I get to. Okay. And the second reframe in the language that I would, that I want to give to you is if you find yourself saying, I don't have time, that's a form of procrastination. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time where you create this sense of busyness. So it makes you feel important, even though you aren't getting anything done. And I'm saying this so blatantly because I've been there and it's this like tough love moment of realizing like, what am I actually completing? Like, what are the things that are actually moving the needle for me? Or am I just finding things to do? So I feel quote unquote busy, you know, it's like, oh shit. So instead of saying, I don't have time, start saying it's not a priority. And if it's true, then you'll feel it. But if it's not true, you'll feel it right away. You know, so if you're like, oh my gosh, I don't have time to call so-and-so. 
I don't have time to clean my room. I don't have time. You're like, it's not a priority to clean my room. You're like, yeah, it's true. Cool. Okay, let's move on. But if you're like, oh, it's not a priority to call my grandma, it's like, oh, wait, but it is a priority. So then it triggers something in the mind to make time for it. Last thing I'm going to share with you around, you know, managing the overwhelm and the stress and how to center ourselves and ground ourselves. Actually, I'm going to share two more things. The first one, um, or the next one, I shouldn't say the first, the next one. I'm giving you guys so many different things in this episode. It's all over the place, but I know that you are a multi-passionate and very like fast processor. So I know you're with me. Get your feet in the grass. Take your shoes off. Put your feet in the grass. It's springtime, right? Or if you're listening to this and it's a different season for you around the world, I don't know. But find some nature to put your feet on. When you do, I want you to put your arms up in the air like Superman or like, a, like someone who just scored a touchdown and count your breaths, okay? So this is something that can literally take you less than a minute. But counting your breaths, 10... Nine, eight, and go from 10 all the way to one, counting your breaths with your feet in the grass and your arms up in the air, spread out, taking up space. There's science behind this. It's called the power pose. When you take up space with your physical body, it tells your mental and emotional space that it's safe to take up space because your body's doing it. Um, And it boosts your confidence. It boosts your testosterone, and it'll give you more confidence to walk into something Uh, the thing that you're stressed out about doing, walk into whatever's next on your day. Okay. So the next thing, you know, getting your feet in the grass. And then the next thing is noticing your space. Is your room a total disaster? Is your kitchen complete chaos? Is your car like, do you have fast food piled up in your car? Clean your space, make your space a priority because when your space is clean, your mind can relax. And I'm saying this with so much love because I'm not a naturally clean person. I have to make time for it and I build the habits around cleaning up after myself, but naturally I'm super messy and I'm super disorganized. And so it takes effort, but it makes such a big difference for my mental health, for my creativity, for my ability to relax when my space around me is clean. So make the time. And if you feel like you don't have time, hire someone to help you do the deep cleaning and do your laundry. Put your stuff away. Let everything have a home. Maybe you need to do some donations. I don't know. But I promise you, creating a clean, organized space for your surroundings will translate to a clean, organized space within your mind. Your mind can relax, okay? And so those are all things that could contribute towards you feeling more relaxed, more centered and grounded and overcoming that overwhelm and the stress. All right, guys, you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. And if you loved this episode, post it to your story, tag me, Kelsey Lowe Show on Instagram. Or if you know someone that's been stressed out, send this to them, send this to them and they can be able to try some of these different things to help bring some calm and trust and grounding into their life. All right, guys, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I will catch you on the next episode.